Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Friends, I greet you as we continue to process what this new normal means. It is my pleasure to continue bringing you uplifting and positive stories from amazing women as we navigate these times together. My next interview is with an awesome woman who has some great insight on how to stay optimistic during this time and also how to really rethink what it means to live a life you love and what it might take to attain that life, taking risks, living big. I know her message will bring you a smile. Here's the interview. Uh, Sarah Silber is a running coach, and she's a marathoner, and she's a personal trainer. Um, she's very passionate about all those things, so I can't wait to hear more about it. And also, um, she is a cytotechnologist. I just learned that word today. And so she can tell us a little more about that <laughs> as well. Um, I'm excited to hear more about your journey, yes. Sarah. But before we start, will you give um, the listeners and the viewers um, a little background on who you are? Absolutely. So, um, first off, I, on Instagram, I am a running coach. I, um, I'm a certified running coach and a certified personal trainer. So if you follow me on Instagram at all, I do, I post a bunch of different workouts, um, for like strength training and then give like running advice. But I also have runners that I coach, um, on an online platform as well. Um, so that is like my side job, my side hustle, something I'm super passionate about, but my full-time job is actually, um, as a cytotechnologist. So I go into operating rooms and I give on-site preliminary cancer diagnoses. So the doctors can um, obtain the the right amount of sample for um, giving the patient their diagnosis and collecting for like molecular mutation analysis as well. Got it. Those are my two things. Yeah. Um, and I was just saying before we started recording, I think it's so awesome that you're able to both work as a cytotechnologist and harness this awesome passion that you have for working out and running and coaching. Um, yeah. So I want to hear more about that um, as we go through the discussion. Uh, I know that we are going to start off and talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you've faced thus far in your own um, individual journey, Sarah. And so if you'd want to share with us um, a, a few aspects of the challenges that you faced, um, that would be fantastic. Um, so I was at a point, it was about a few years ago. I was at a point in my life where I wasn't happy with where I was at. So I was stuck in a marriage that I didn't, they knew that I didn't want to be in. Um, I was unhappy. And then this is kind of where I found fitness and, you know, turning my fitness into a passion and, I joined, actually, I joined a gym and the community was so great. And it was for like women empowerment. It was an all women's gym and it just lifted me up and it opened my eyes to the fact that I could create the life that I wanted to live. Like I had the power to make the changes in my life that I needed and I wanted to do in order to live the most fulfilling life. So I was at the point where I I wanted to, I wanted to be happy in like my fitness. I wanted to be happy in work. And then I wasn't happy in my, in my like love life. And at one point I was thinking, you know, I'm going to be, I'm okay. I'm content with being content. And then I realized that it wasn't, that's not how I wanted to live. So I 
found the fitness and found my passion and, you know, made the changes I needed to, to create the life that I wanted to live. So that's where I am now. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Um, I know it takes bravery and courage to do these things. And I love how you talk about creating the life that you want to live. And that, um, I feel like, is is a mission that is so near and dear to my heart. And, you know, before COVID hit and everything else, that was one of the main reasons that I was putting this podcast out to inspire people to take hold of life, to live the life they want to live. And, you know, um, we talked about before we got on the recording here today that you felt like before you harnessed that, that you really were kind of trying to live a life that you felt like you were expected to live. And I feel like we all kind of fall into that trap a little bit. Can you tell us a little more about, you know, what, what kind of things were expected of you and how you broke free from that, Sarah? Yeah. So like the expectations, I don't, I was just raised in a, in a not necessarily conservative household, but like kind of like you go to school, you get a job, you, you, yeah, you go to college, you find a really good job with a retirement plan and healthcare, then you, you know, get married and have kids and this is what your life is going to be. And so I was in this, I was just going through the motions of being in that life. And I wasn't actually creating the life I wanted. I was just living the expectations from what I've seen my entire life with what my parents were telling me. And like, this is just what you, the American dream, but um, yeah, breaking free from that and realizing that I don't have to live in a cookie cutter, the cookie cutter life. Like I wanted to be able to create and go after passions and find new, new things that I want to do and not be confined. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you realize that like, um, a really truly fulfilled and happy life does not fit in a box, does it? It just doesn't. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I've been thinking (laughs) a lot lately about uncertainty and how this particular time is very uncertain for us, but just uncertainty in general and how as humans, sometimes we kind of shy away from that. Um, and I'm sure as you were breaking out of the life that you felt like, you know, you were supposed to be living, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear and, um, you just have to harness that inner strength right to move forward and just really pursue the life you want so um also another thing that you brought to my attention in in our notes here is um your commitment to just keep showing up and I think that um that is such a valuable uh piece of insight for people as we navigate through this pandemic as well and in life um that some days showing up um is is really the best thing you can do can you talk a little bit more about about that for me Sarah yeah so I, in a lot of my Instagram posts, I use the hashtag keep showing up because it, for me, I think it means something different for everyone. And it's okay that it means something different for every, every person. But for me, keep showing up means even when things are hard and even if things don't go how you expected them or how they're planned to go, the fact that you're just there and you showed up and you did it and you did the best you could in what, with what you had is enough. Um, it was actually just the other day that, you know, I was struggling to, you know, just get out the door for my run. Like I love running. It is my release and I feel so refreshed and rejuvenated after my runs, but just getting out the door sometimes is the hardest part. And I, you know, I was getting really overwhelmed with like having to respond to emails and work and this and that. And everything was just felt like there's a huge weight. And 
my boyfriend actually just gave me a hug. I was like, I think I just need a hug. <laughs> and what he said in my ear, what he said in my ear was keep showing up. Like he didn't have to say anything else. And it was keep showing up. And it just like gave me, gave me the, the, the courage that I needed that day just to walk out the door and start my run. Uh, I love that so much. And it's so true. And I think um, the bottom line with the just keep showing up um, hashtag or keep showing up hashtag is that we have to afford ourselves some grace every day you know, and we can't expect ourselves to perform at 100% or 150% every single moment. But what we have to do yeah. is just keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, um, and, 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 and then we'll, the baby steps will get us there eventually. So I just love that. I think it's super powerful. Um, and speaking of putting one foot in front of the other, whew, these have been some tough times. <laughs> these have been some crazy times. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the plans that you had in place, Sarah, before the pandemic took hold and we were on, um, so to speak, lockdown? Yeah. So um, the plans I had prior to all of the COVID happening with no travel and um, how scary it really has really gotten. Um, so I had um, one of my, one of my birthday presents actually was from my boyfriend was a Spartan race in Las Vegas. And, and so that was supposed to be planned, you know, end of March, beginning, like beginning of April, right. When it was, everything was going down. So those kind of fell through, not a big deal. We're like, Oh, you know, we're just going to plan something for like the end of April. It'll be, everything will be, uh, everything will blow over by then. Right. So we had, um, because we didn't go on my Spartan race, um, it was going to be a surprise. Like it was a surprise trip. I didn't know anything about the trip. It was all I knew is like the location because I had a, I had to do some other travel planning around that location. So I, all I knew is that we were going to Orlando and turns out he was surprising me with going on a cruise, but that also got canceled. Um, good thing since we didn't get quarantined and all in the cruise ship. Um, I also had a presentation. Um, I also had a presentation that I was supposed to be giving on brain health and physical activity at a national conference, actually for cytotechnology. But I was going to tie it into physical activity, brain health in the workplace. Um, and that also got canceled and it got postponed to the end of April, but or end of August, but that also is not going to happen either. So it's going to be postponed until next year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trips and trips and everything got planned, totally canceled, but that's okay. Just going with it. That's right. We have to just pivot and keep moving yeah. forward, but it's hard. You know, some, and some of these things are so hard to move past. And, um, and I think it's okay mm-hmm. to give ourselves a moment to grieve, um, you know, what we've lost, but then moving forward and, um, you know, with optimism as well. Um, yeah. And so, as you navigate this new normal, Sarah, what are you using for strategies um, to kind of help you get through? I think meditation. So I was meditating prior to COVID. Um, I think meditation and being able to just let everything slide and let everything go and moving forward and just focusing on the present and yourself and the space that you have around you Um has really helped me coming into COVID because then when things got rough and things happened that I couldn't control, I could turn to my breath 
and I could turn to um, being able to let things slide off my shoulders a lot easier than if I wouldn't be able to draw myself in and make space for myself. Right. So that was one of the, that's one of the really biggest things that I've that I've taken from like learning this new normal um, is it's not normal, but it is normal. Like, that's the thing. Like all this is, is <laughs> it went from being this crazy and then this crazy is now normal and just being able to go with it is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when you talk about like kind of letting things roll off, um, I think this is a valid mm-hmm. point to discuss just how important it is and it, how we can learn from this experience that we shouldn't hold things in life so tightly um, that we don't, we're not flexible and we can't, you know, um, bend and we can't pivot and we can't embrace uncertainty when it makes the most sense. Um, And so, yeah, I think, Mm -hmm. I think meditation is a great way to help your mind and body get into a space that you don't have to hold so tightly. Um, I think that's a great suggestion for people. uh, So thank you for that. I want to go back a little bit to, you know, your discussion of breaking the mold, breaking out of the life you were expected to live. Um, Because I want to get into that headspace um, so that you can maybe put some positive energy out there for anyone else who feels like they're in that state right now. They're in a state that they feel like they're living a life that's expected of them, but they're not happy. If you could go back to that time and tell your former self something, or if you could reach out and tell these these women something, um, do you have any words of advice for them, Sarah? I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Um, any advice for my former self when I was stuck? I would say that you, I would, I would tell myself or anyone else that you have the power. You just have to start believing in yourself, believe in yourself, take a risk. And sometimes it doesn't work, but more often than not, the risks are worth it. So risk it and you'll end up being a lot happier. Just go for it. Yeah. I love that. And it's so true. Um, and that, you know, like they say, the hardest climb, you know, sometimes you you reach the best view at the end of that. And it's not to say that you're not going to go through hills and valleys and peaks um, and then really low lows, mm-hmm. but I think it is totally worth it to take those risks. So thank you so much for that. Um, any other final uh, positive vibes that you'd like to put out there? And then we're going to end, surprise, with a little positivity push. I'm going to do a couple of real quick questions for you that were not uh-huh. on the intro. <laughs> But um, any final words of positivity that you'd like to put out there for others who are either uh, faced with trying to find a life that is happier for themselves or trying to just make it through COVID? Um, any any final words you want to put out there? Um, control what you can control. So things that you can control would be your physical health. Um, you have the choice of movement and movement can be so therapeutic. So I guess my biggest thing, my biggest thing to say like positive, like you'll feel so much better if you can do get out for a run and it doesn't have to be a perfect run. It doesn't have to be a fast run. Just get out the door in a healthy way, social distancing and all that. Um, but just get out and start moving and your body and your mind are going to start feeling so much better if you feel stuck or you feel lethargic or if COVID is really starting to get to you, I would say 
movement is the biggest thing. Absolutely. I love that. And I think it's so true. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap up with what I call the positivity push. So I'm going to give you a couple quick little questions and then you can just say the first thing that comes to mind. So Sarah, a couple of things that bring you joy, simple things in your day that bring you joy. Um, waking up and having my cup of coffee, um, running, <laughs> right? Me too. Yeah. Um, being able to what I actually didn't put this in my notes, but something that I do is called my grateful three. And I do that at the end of my day, every single day. And it go, and I have a journal and they don't have, it's not all big, long entries in my journal. It's just, I call it the grateful three. And it can be one liners. Like I was grateful for the sunshine. I was grateful for the hug I received upon returning home or just small little things, or I'm grateful that I got a free parking spot, <laughs> like yeah. just the silliest little things, yeah. but it makes you reflect. And so that brings me joy at the end of the day, just reflecting brings me joy. I love that. And I think the gratitude piece is mm -hmm. so important too. We talk about it a lot on the podcast, but it can't be said enough. Seriously, everyone out there, when you s just switch your mind to gratitude, it just, it changes everything, doesn't it, Sarah? It really does. It sure does. Um, yeah. You know, and one thing that I always think of too when I'm out for my run, lately I don't have many days that I don't want to go because I am so ready to get out of the house. <laughs> but um, but <laughs> I, I shift my mindset from I have to go do this, I have to exercise to I get to. I really, I always try to do that because it is such a gift to be able to use our bodies and that they work for us, you know? Um, and so, okay. On to the next question. Two more for you. Take a moment to ponder it if you would like. Okay. So this is going out to all the viewers right now and the those who will listen to the podcast later um, when it's posted to Rise Resolute. Um, never forget and fill in the blank. Never forget. Never forget to take time to say I love you. Oh, I love that. So true. Yes. Yeah. Say, say I love you to the important people in your life. Um, okay, last one. Okay, this is going out again to everyone. Sarah, complete this sentence. You can fill in the blank. You can do anything you believe yes. you can. I just got a little chill. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sarah and I are here to put some positive vibes out there. And and we're also here to admit that every day isn't a good day. Um, it just it, it's just not. But um, but we believe in in optimistically anticipating the future and in the power of moving your bodies and getting out there for a run to to boost your mood and your mental outlook. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here, Sarah. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me so much. This has been fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And connected, we can rise. We can rise.